Hey everybody, it's Sam with Daily Sports Betting. I decided to not wait to the last minute, but kind of, because the lines are changing in college basketball. And this is part one of college basketball betting for tonight. Am I going to do this every single day? Well, no, there's not going to be too many more days that are going to have 75 games. That's 150 bets if you play over and under and then the spread. And I don't know that I have 150 bets. We're going to see. Um, I put them in as I go, and I'll put my capper's address and uh, my bet spurts uh, address in the show notes in case you want to check to see if I have put up the next set of bets. Don't buy them. Listen to me. Don't buy them. You don't need to. That's for people who don't listen to the podcast. For this podcast, you get them free. But I'm saying, if you're wondering, when's the next episode? I gotta get my bets in. Look on there and see if I placed the next set of bets. And if I have, the episode should be coming. So, I just want you to be aware of that and realize that. Why are we betting unders today? We're going to be betting more unders than what we probably normally will during the season. Because I believe some of these totals are too high. People see the NBA going over. They see, well, not the NFL because they've been going under. But, um, they see and hear and think a lot of these big teams, ah, they've got to go over against that team. Well, you've got to figure if this big school is going to score 70 points, if you're going to hit 140, That means that team that you don't think is any good and you think the big bad team is going to beat by 30. Um, If they're only going to score 70 and their opponent is going to score less, 30 less than them, that's 70 plus 40, that's 110. Nowhere near 140. And that's what you got to think of when you're doing over and unders. And when you have possible blowout games, then you've got to realize that it is possibly going to be because the underdog team is not going to score as much. Now, Kentucky Duke, Kansas, Michigan State, Can you expect those teams to go over? You might. 
we'll have to look at the numbers. But that's the whole point of betting, is looking at numbers. The other thing that you're probably going to ask is, well, Sam, why aren't you taking a lot of the ranked teams? Why wouldn't we take them against a team that's ranked 144th in the nation? Well, probably because I don't believe the team that's ranked is going to beat them that bad. you got to remember, first game, coaches want to get the win, but they want to see players on the floor. Who's going to have listened all summer? Who's going to listen and worked all fall? Who's going to go out there and put what they've been learning to practice in a game? Is that center that's been destroying everybody in practice going to live up to pressure, going to live up to the fans, going to live up to what's going on? And you've got to realize and take that into account. So yes, it's not that first game up, 3 o'clock today, Alcorn State versus Washington State. Taking Alcorn State plus 26 and a half at minus 110. Do I think Alcorn State is going to beat Washington State? No. That would be a big upset for today. Do I think Washington's going to beat them by more than 27 points? No, I don't. And so it's not that I'm saying Alcorn State is good. I'm not saying that Alcorn State is going to beat them. I'm saying that with us handing Alcorn State 27 points, then, yeah, they're going to cover the spread, and we're going to collect on Alcorn State. We're also betting the over in that at 140 and a half at minus 110. And you're going, what? You just told us you were betting a lot of unders. I am. This is not one of them, though. Um, why? Well, because Alcorn State likes to run up and down the floor. And when open, they hit their shots. Which means they possibly could keep up, keep within 27 of Washington State, and so I think the teams will go over. I think there's a real good possibility that Washington State scores, I don't know, in the 80s, mid-80s, high 80s, and so, yeah, I look for this to go over. But you need to realize that. Am I going to do a lot of breakdown stuff? Not today. You may find some over at National Sports Overtime later. (laughs) I'm not going to promise you later tonight, but uh, we're going to be talking about some top players, uh, some top teams, and stuff like that over there. Let's kind of get into it. We already took care of the 3 o'clock game. Let's move on to 4.30. We've got Mount St. Mary's. Now, This is a sleeper team. Watch them 
this year. They have the possibility of being good in their conference. Can they beat Villanova? Uh, no. Jay Wright's team is rocking and raring to go, and they're not the number four team in the nation. So we're taking Villanova minus 23 and a half. I think they'll beat them by 30 or 40. And let's go minus 115 is what I got. And we're going to go over 132 at minus 110. We've got two games at 5 o'clock. We're going to start off with Bethune-Cookman versus South Florida. South Florida impresses a lot of people because they like to get it up and down the floor and they like to do it quickly. What they impress me with is their defensive rotations. Or at least they have the last couple years. But the thing you got to watch with Cookman is when they're open, they truly do drill it. So South Florida better be on their defensive game today. And that may be the issue. It's first day. Number one, you've got first day jitters. Are they going to be able to hold up against Cookman with that? Uh, I don't know. (coughs) Excuse me. This morning I got plus 19 points for Cookman at minus 110. I saw it earlier today. I don't know if it's still there at plus 21. If you get over 20, take that. Um, And I think they stay under 137 because the first game jitters. I don't think South Florida makes a mistake and leaves Cookman open all the time. But with South Florida trying to press the ball up and down the floor and get quick baskets, look for some turnovers early and maybe often. Next game at 5 o'clock is uh, UC San Diego versus Cal. Cal last year surprised me a little bit with how they kind of held their own a little bit in the Pac-12 in the first half of a lot of games. And a couple games, there were surprises where they shouldn't have stayed that close with some of the top teams in the Pac-12. And for that reason, and them graduating people, people leaving, transferring, whatever, I think San Diego probably keeps this one close. Now, I got it for plus 14 and a half, minus 110 for San Diego. Kind of rethinking that. Made this better earlier, but I don't know. I think this one could go either way, and honestly, maybe shouldn't have bet this game. But you're going to hear this often. It's a dollar. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you guys. 
since there's so many games. Plus, I'm betting NBA. I'm betting hockey. We're going to have a lot of other sports coming up. Don't forget about college football and NFL the rest of the week. Um, I'm betting a dollar because I'm betting responsibly. And so since that, I have money on the game. I When I have money on the game, number one, it's more enjoyable to watch, especially a blowout, especially when I can root for the underdog to stay within 15, it can be fun. And when you set your alerts, then you definitely have fun because you're always checking the scores. So I am going to have fun with San Diego Cal early just because I've got money on it. Now some of you may say a dollar is not worth it to me. Cool. But more, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I want a dog in every game that I think I possibly could win. So that's what we're doing today. I'm thinking about actually doing it again on Saturday. I need to look at the different college football matchups and the college basketball matchups and how many basketball games are on Saturday because I know there's a lot of games coming up on Friday. Now, we're going to go under in San Diego Cal, under 140 and a half at minus 110. I know that's going up a little bit, but it's because so many people are taking the over. 6 o'clock, we've got three games, and the one that I'm pretty interested in is the first one we're going to talk about. Akron versus Ohio State. Not only is this an in-state game, the Akron Zips always try to compete with the big dogs of Ohio. Ohio State, Dayton, Xavier, um, Cincy. Akron sometimes does. Will they today? Um, not sure. Ohio State has two big men, and I don't know if Akron can control them. And that's a little what I'm worried about. And because of that, I'm not taking the underdog. I'm taking, actually, Ohio State and possibly going to sweat this one. Um, I got them at minus 16 and a half. I don't know that I would go above 21-22. If it's up that far, which I haven't checked it since this morning when I bet it, you may want to take a second look at it. And then on this one, I'm going to go over 141. I expect Ohio State to take advantage of their dribble penetration their kicks, and like I said, they've got two big men. I want to see what they can do. Six o'clock, we've got St. Peter's versus VCU. If you weren't on the bandwagon with this particular podcast in January, February, March, 
then you probably missed out on me telling you about my love for VCU and how they try to really develop coaches. They want coaches to stay as long as they possibly can keep them, but they understand that they're a stepping stone program and that they need to hire the best young coaches that they possibly can and allow them to do what they do at VCU. I think this VCU team is better than last year's. With the recruits that they had coming in and got a lot of players back, a lot of players that have matured. And I really, really like their defense. I think they play very, very good defense. And you've got to remember, VCU was a lot of people's kind of candidate to bust some brackets into Sweet 16. And they had to forfeit their first round game of the tournament last year because of COVID issues. So this team is hungry. I'm taking VCU minus the nine points, minus 110, over 130 and a half, because I think both these teams come out to play. Six o'clock, we've got Eastern Michigan versus Indiana. I think this one stays under 140 and actually 142. I thought that was a zero. It's a two. Um, Under 142 at minus 110. Here's the thing. Indiana is going to have jitters, I think, with fans being back. Not to say that Eastern Michigan isn't, but with them being a true road team. And the article that I read, I read one or two articles early this morning. We're talking like 2 o'clock in the morning. Listening to their coach talk about how they were going to prepare. I really, really think that Eastern Michigan keeps this one close. Now, ask me the question, close, what do you mean? Well, I'm taking Eastern Michigan plus 24. So, that's what I mean. I can see Indiana having some problems in the beginning of the game, turnovers, jitters, missing some baskets, settling down, and running up a lead. And then I can see them going into halftime and doing what they did last year, kind of doubting themselves, falling apart, um, not staying focused. Coming out in Eastern Michigan, closing up the gap a little, and then Indiana rolling out to a lead. Do I think it's going to be over 24? Obviously not, because I'm betting Eastern Michigan. But 
that's one that I've got my alert set for because I want to make sure that I'm on top of that score. 6.30, we've got one game. Central Connecticut State versus UConn. If you listen to the podcast episode right before this, where I broke down college basketball, you heard me talk about how UConn was going to be better. How I think that they sneak into the top 25, and they possibly make some noise. But I don't think they're going to be better than Villanova. They're ranked 24th right now. And I just wonder, will these kids stand up to the pressure? Or will they crack under the media pressure of them being in the top 25? What will they do? Now, I'm taking Central Connecticut State in this one at plus 34, minus 110. I don't think, yes, you hear me hesitating. Don't think that UConn beats them by more. I think, with this being the first game, they'll run in and out rotations, trying different players with other different players, and seeing who fits together and who works, and who moves the ball, who talks on defense, and who controls the flow of the game. So I think because they're going to be running in in and out players trying to get a feel for what's going on. I don't think they go above 34 on Central Connecticut State. And I think this one stays under 144 for the simple fact that they're going to be running players in and out. We're going to go under 144 minus 110. And then 645, we've got I-U-P-U-I. Every time I start talking, well, every time last season, I started talking about them. People would write and say, I don't really know them. I've never heard of them. Um, How can you follow? Well, I follow Indiana University. So I couldn't not know who IUPUI is. It's Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis. It's a joint venture, and they have been known to cause a couple upsets, but not tonight. Not against Butler. Butler is returning everyone but one player from last year. They play IUPUI fairly regularly. The record is 3-0 against them, and they have beaten them by over 32 points every time. So, I'm taking Butler, minus 25, at minus 115. Hope they go 4-0, and hope they continue the streak of beating everybody over 32 that's on IUPUI. And I think this game stays under 143. I just don't think that they can keep up with Butler at minus 110. Now, next podcast episode. Going to start pretty much the early night slate. 
it's going to be all the 7 o'clock games. Guys, make sure you're doing like me. You're betting responsibly. Maybe you don't want to bet a dollar. Like I said, maybe you want to bet five. Hey, that's okay. As long as you can do it without using your mortgage money, your food money, your rent money, your money you should be spending on your kids. The holidays are coming. Guys, make sure that you're betting responsibly and taking that all into careful consideration. If you feel like you have a gambling problem or someone close to you feels like you have a gambling problem, please stop. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Answer their questions as honestly as you can so that way they can make the correct referrals for you to someone in your local area to get you the help, guidance, and support that you need for your issue. Guys, I wish you the best of luck on anything you're watching or betting on tonight. I hope you enjoy this as much as I'm going to. I'll talk to you guys really soon. And hopefully I'll see you down the road.